there, sir. Hello, sir. <laughs> you okay over there? <laughs> it was the it's, it's my headset cable. <laughs> saw that look on your face you were like ew stop touching me yeah it it, it felt weird there for a second it's like ooh, get it off <laughs> i don't have a, a good position to sit in so this is like perfect right here nice, yeah <clears throat> hello listener thank you for tuning in to the evolution of the ascension podcast this is russell this is jesse hello well, hello there. <laughs> so, we we um, ASIM episode, but this is what did you say to word it as? Oh gosh, uh, <clears throat> this is a continuation of yeah. of the previous episode yeah. of the Grand Undoing Part Two, and uh, I um. I, I do have notes in my book about the grand undoing and how it's broken down. And we hit on a lot of stuff in that episode that tied in really everything. And we got really deep in that episode, man, so much stuff that we hit on that I didn't have in my notes. And I had already, I'd already knew I, what I wanted to read in A Course in Miracles, but knowing what I'm about to read in A Course in Miracles, oh my gosh, what it relates to and what we just talked about in The Grand Undoing hits so hard that it's a really big eye-opener. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> At so many different levels. Oh my gosh. So if you haven't listened to the previous episode, The Grand Undoing Part 2, please listen to that first before listening to this episode. Because that's a that's really the perspective and the understanding with what we talk about in that episode, take that with you into what we're about to read in this episode. It's, it's going to make more sense from what A Course in Miracles is saying, but it's going to wrap up everything that we talked about in that episode. And it should make, it should make everything make sense. It really should. Yeah, it should be a massive eye opener, <clears throat> a fundamental eye opener. I mean, just these, just these two episodes alone that that we're going to be doing today. Just the information that's there really will show you the gateway to completely finding yourself at all levels. With that finding of yourself, you will eventually find God. And you will have an understanding of what that, that label of what God would be. Because now you're actually, you're getting to feel it. You're getting to know it you know what that voice is now you know that there's a voice there that is going to give you the answer that you always need mm. but there's a lot of distortion and a lot of untruths that is keeping that pathway blocked but we can do that unblocking of that pathway through our inner work. Oh yeah. And it's through growth and learning about what we are, what we are as beings, what we are as humanity and what our connection to everything is. And it's as simple as that. 
but we're going to have one fighting force against the whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) Jesse already knew the answer as soon as I said that. It's going to be the ego that's going to fight us the whole way. It's what's making our awakening difficult. Mm -hmm. It is the ego. And it's it that'll always be that way until it's not fighting us anymore. Yeah. <clears throat> what page you on there? Uh, it's chapter thirty one. It's page eight ninety seven. It's the final vision. Yeah. And really, what this this is the last chapter of the book. And all the intensity of all the previous chapters, that tense intensity gets dialed down to where this is really now more a simple way of stating what's going on. But with what we just talked about in the previous episode, it's going to make this make way more sense. <laughs> so it really should make everything really easy. Yeah. If it's if it's not easy, then it's really not maybe your time to hear it yet. If it's fighting hard, like you're not you're not buying into any of this. <laughs> <clears throat> then it's it's not time for you to to be going through this growth. But if you are ready to break down all of this negativity and get rid of the, all of that stuff inside of you and be free of it for once, mm-hmm. then this is totally for you. Hopefully this will shine a light on all the aspects of, of how this whole thing plays out and at least show you where those key components of all of this are and where to work from it actually gives you a a work platform and a basis to start with completely separate from the ego this is the way to do it you can completely do this on your own just hopefully we're we're kind of keeping you and nudging you along in a more straighter path that you need to be on yeah, for better results for you. I think everything that we, I was just thinking about this as you were, as you were talking that I, I think through our years of growth and our experiences, we know enough to get people pointed in the right direction now and a good base foundation of knowledge to get them going on their own path. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we've essentially been there, done that. Yeah. And we, and a lot of the stuff we've had to do it numerous times. Everything is a cycle. Everything comes back around. Yeah. <clears throat> and if you're, if you're tracking what's going on, you do get to see this. Yeah, not it's it's not not so much that we're enlightened gurus, but we, we are here to help you find your own guru, which is you, and to help you uncover the light that's within you. It's there. You just got to uncover it with all the filters. Take off all the filters. I think that's that's our biggest thing. We're trying to show you that the filters are there. Yeah, we. I think that's what we've been doing the whole time. Yeah breaking down all of the filters. Yeah, just showing people they've had the power the whole time because that's what we've been through. Yeah. Well put, sir. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like we've said before, we don't remotely know everything about this field. No, we've never claimed to, but we know enough to get people going. Mm -hmm. And we're continuously doing our own work every day. Oh, yeah. We know the importance of it. I keep doing research all the time, keep discovering new stuff all the time. And then it's like, oh, okay, well, there's more information I could fill in at some point, you know. Yeah. Always got to keep growing. Continual growth. 
Yeah, absolutely. So this last chapter is called the final vision and just reading the, the first two sections, not skipping through any of it. So all of this pertains. I would highly recommend not having any distractions while listening to this man. Cause uh, <laughs> is really, I, I directly hear the message of God in this last section. Yeah. And it's, I think it, it hits so hard because it is so peaceful. This is the no joke. <laughs> this is the reason why this could hit so hard. Is it, it's showing you, it's showing you the way, mm-hmm. whether you choose to take it or not is completely up to you, but it's making it easy now. It's this easy. <clears throat> but people that are going through the, any type of awakening, any type of raising of consciousness, it's what all of this is based upon. All of it is based upon your growth, your realization of what you are. Mm-hmm. That is why you are here. Everything else will fall into place perfectly when you have the realization of this. It's already been falling in perfectly already. It's just you missed it. And you forgot what you were. But hopefully we're showing you the way to remember yourself. Showing you that door that you can walk through where you can find yourself. That's yeah. Wow. But I'll I'll get started on here. Okay. So please really, really focus and pay attention on every, on all of this. <clears throat> How simple is salvation? All it says is what was never true is not true now and never will be. The impossible has not occurred and can have no effects. And that is all. Can this be hard to learn by anyone who wants it to be true? Only unwillingness to learn it could make it such an easy lesson difficult. How hard is it to see that what is false cannot be true and what is true cannot be false? You can no longer say that you perceive no differences in false and true. You have been told exactly how to tell tell one from the other <clears throat> tell one from the other and just what to do if you become confused. Why then do you persist in learning not such a, not such simple things? There is a reason, but to confuse it not with with difficulty in the simple things salvation should learn. It teaches but the very obvious It merely goes from one apparent lesson to the next in easy steps which lead you gently from one to another with no strain at all. This cannot be confusing, yet you are confused. For someone you believe that what is totally confused is easier to learn and understand. From what you have taught yourself is such a giant learning feat, it is indeed incredible. But you accomplished it because you wanted to and did not pause in diligence to judge it hard to learn or too complex to grasp. No one who understands what you have learned, how carefully you learned it, and the pains to which you went to practice and repeat the lessons endlessly in every form you could conceive of them, could ever doubt the power of your learning skill. There is no greater power in the world. The world was made by it, 
and even now depends on nothing else. The lessons you have taught yourself have been so overlearned and fixed, they rise like heavy curtains to obscure the simple and the obvious. Say not you cannot learn them. For your power to learn is strong enough to teach you that your will is not your own. Your thoughts do not belong to you, and even you are someone else. Who could maintain that lessons such as these are easy? Yet you have learned more than this. You have continued taking every step, however difficult, without complaint, until a world was built that you suited you. And every lesson that makes up the world arises from the first accomplishment of learning. An enormity so great the Holy Spirit's voice seems small and still before its magnitude. The world began with one strange lesson, powerful enough to render God forgotten and his son an alien to himself, in exile from the home where God himself established him. You who have taught yourself the Son of God is guilty, Say not that you cannot learn the simple things salvation teaches you. Learning is an ability you made and gave yourself. It was not made to do the will of God, but to uphold a wish that it could be opposed and that a will apart from it was yet more real than it. And this has learning sought to demonstrate and you have learned what it was made to teach. Now does your ancient overlearning stand implacable before the voice of truth and teach you that its lessons are not true, too hard to learn, too difficult to see, and too opposed to what is really true. Yet you will learn them, for their learning is the only purpose for your learning skill the Holy Spirit sees in all the world. His simple lessons in forgiveness have the power mightier than yours because they call from God and from yourself to you. Is this a little voice, so small and still it cannot rise above the senseless noise of sounds which have no meaning? God will not his son forget him, and the power of his will is in the voice that speaks for him. Which lessons will you learn? Which outcome is inevitable? sure as God, and far beyond all doubt or question? Can it be your little learning, strange in outcome, and incredible in difficulty, will withstand the simple lessons being taught to you in every moment of each day since time began and learning had been made? The lessons to be learned are only two. Each has its outcome in a different world and each world follows surely from its source. The certain outcome of the lesson that God's Son is guilty is the world you see. It is a world of terror and despair, nor is there hope of happiness in it. There is no plan for safety you can make that ever will succeed. There is no joy that you can seek for here and hope to find, but this is not the only outcome which your learning can produce. However much you have overlearned your chosen task, the lesson that reflects the love of God is stronger still, and you will learn God's Son is innocent and see another world. The outcome of the lesson that God's Son is guiltless is a world in which there is no fear and everything is lit with hope and sparkles with a gentle friendliness. Nothing but calls to you in soft appeal to be your friend and let it join with you, and never does it, its call remain unheard, misunderstood, or left unanswered in the tongue in which the call itself was made. And you will understand it is this call that everyone and everything within the world has always made, but you had not perceived it as it was. And you now see you were mistaken. <clears throat> you had been deceived by forms the call was hidden in. And so you did not hear it and had lost a friend who always wanted to be a part of you. 
The soft eternal calling of each part of God's creation to the whole is heard throughout the world this second lesson brings. There is no living thing that does not share the universal will that it be whole and that you do not leave its call unheard. Without your answer, it is left to die, as it is saved from death when you have heard its calling as the ancient call to life, and understood that it is but your own. The Christ in you remembers God with all the certainty with which he knows his love, but only if his son is innocent can he be love. For God were fear indeed if he whom he created innocent could be a slave to guilt. God's perfect son remembers his creation, but in guilt he has forgotten what he really is. The fear of God results as surely from the lesson that his son is guilty as God's loved must be remembered when he learns his innocence. For hate must father fear and look upon its father as itself. How wrong are you who fail to hear the call that echoes past each seeming call to death, that sings behind each murderous attack and pleads that love restore the dying world? You do not understand who calls to you behind each form of hate, each call to war, but you will recognize him as you give him answer in the language that he calls. He will appear when you have answered him, and you will know in him what God is love. What is temptation but a wish to make the wrong decision on what you would learn and have an outcome which you do not want? It is the recognition that it is a state of mind unwanted that becomes the means whereby the choice is reassessed, another outcome seen to be preferred. You are deceived if you believe you want disaster and disunity and pain. Hear not the call for this within yourself, but listen rather to the deeper call beyond it that appeals for joy and peace. And all the world will give you joy and peace for as you hear your answer. And behold, your answer is the proof of what you learned. Its outcome is the world you look upon. Wow. That was it for section one. Yeah. That one's getting to you, huh? Yeah. Some of those parts are... They they do hit hard for me. Yeah, they really tell. do because it's 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 so easy and it's showing you the way it it's how simple it is, but it's our complete misunderstanding of how easy it is. Oh yeah, <sighs> yeah. We've all been <clears throat> all been brought up believing that it's all very complicated and hard and. The whole thing's a great mystery and nobody really has figured it out. And being that our, our, a lot of our thinking processes just in our mental state is just backwards because that ego is there. Oh my God. We're, yeah. we're already starting off on a bad foot. If we're trying to figure out ourselves, if we're trying to do things more, more loving and proper that it's the ego that's keeping us from doing it. Oh Yeah. But if we don't even know what the ego is, then we don't even, there's no starting point. Yeah, you figure you were raised never knowing this. And then on top of that, the ego is attacking you. It's like a double layer of separation. Yeah. Okay. Take a, we'll take a quick break. Yeah, we need to take a break for a second. (laughs) We'll be right back. Three, two, one. All right, we're back. That's a nice little break. Yeah, yeah, that was a good break. <sighs> Needed a breather. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> this it's a good thing because this this next session gets deeper. If if um if that previous section hit home for anybody, if it really showed you 
the light and the way this next bit is going to get even deeper into it. So this next section is called the passing of an ancient learning. Let us be still an instant and forget all things we ever learned. All thoughts we had and every preconception that we hold of what things mean and what their purpose is. Let us remember not our own ideas of the world is of what the world is for. We do not know. Let every image held of anyone be loosened from our minds and swept away. Be innocent of judgment, unaware of any thoughts of evil or of good that ever crossed your mind of anyone. Now do you know him not? but you are free to learn of him and learn of him anew. Now is he born again to you and you are born again to him without the past that sentenced him to die and you with him. Now is he free to live as you are free because an ancient learning passed away and left a place for truth to be reborn. That paragraph was a good one for me. Yeah, I uh, I had that one like really highlighted because really that that is enlightenment when you have been reborn. You completely shed off that illusion of what you thought you were. Especially when you stop doing that to other people. That plays a massive role in all of it because now yeah. you see everyone as you. Mm-hmm. You you are the same thing. I am you. You are me. We are all components of each other, and that is clearly visible mm. to you. This is a knowing. We talked about this on break about knowing being before thought. Mm-hmm. It's pre-thought. A knowing is just a feeling that's inside of you that that's at your core. You know it. You don't have to think about it. You already know it. Yeah. That is where that is where truth lies. Where is a illusion in that knowing? The only illusions are going to be in that mind and in the thoughts and that constant negative thought mm-hmm. yeah and that negativity bias <clears throat> type thought process but that negativity it is there because that's where your all of your suffering is attached to that negativity and that's why they say enlightenment is separation from suffering is because now you no longer have that affecting you anymore mm-hmm You've healed from from all of that. It's no longer dragging you down. Yeah. And now your light switch is on for what, for now, what, how, it's how you see reality and everything. Yourself and others included. It's everything. But now, versus being thought-based, you're now more feeling-based you're going to rely more on your intuition, your love, and that's really where it's all going to stem from. Mm -hmm. Continuously. But it will evolve into something greater as you break through these milestones in your spiritual journey. And it'll all fit perfectly. The realizations of unfolding of how it's unfolding, you'll, you'll see the beauty in it and you will begin to gain acceptance of how it is unfolding. So you will back off on the try to get it to speed up 
you'll have the knowing that what you're doing in that moment of your growth and your learning is that you're right where you're supposed to be. Yeah. And that is where you get your peace too in that. Oh yeah. Yeah. If you're, if you're not trying to force it, there's no, there's no anxiety or, or, uh, or any uneasiness. You're just more of in a flow state. Yeah. It's funny. We got there because that calm is that you don't need any help right now. You're coasting right where you're supposed to be. Yeah. You don't perceive that you're lacking anything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, man. Continuing on. Continue. An ancient lesson is not overcome by the opposing of the new and old. It's not vanquished that the truth be known or fought against to lose truth's appeal. There is no battle which must be prepared, no time to be expended, and no plan that need be laid for bringing in the new. There is an ancient battle being waged against the truth, but truth does not respond. Who could truth be hurt in such a war unless he hurts himself? He has no enemy in truth. And can he be assailed by dreams? Let us review again what seems to stand between you and the truth of what you are. For there are steps in its relinquishment. The first is a decision which you make. But afterwards the truth is given you. You would establish truth. And by your wish, you set two choices to be made each time you think you must decide on anything. Neither is true, nor are they different. Yet must we see them both before we can look past them to the one alternative that is a different choice. But not in dreams you made, that this might be obscured to you. What you would choose between is not a choice and gives but the illusion it is free, for it will have one outcome either way. Thus is it really not a choice at all? The leader and the follower emerge as separate roles, each seeming to possess advantages you would not want to lose. So in their fusion there appears to be the hope of satisfaction and of peace. You see yourself divided into both these roles, forever split between the two and every friend or enemy becomes a means to help you save yourself from this perhaps you call it love perhaps you think that it is a murder justified at last you hate the one you gave the leader's role when you would have it and you hate as well his not assuming it at times you want to let the follower in you arise and give away the role of leadership. And this is what you made your brother for, and learn to think that it is his that this his purpose is. Unless he serves it, he has not fulfilled the function that was given him by you, and thus he merits death because he has no purpose and no usefulness to you. And what of him? What does he want to view? What could he want? but what you want of him. Herein is life as easily as death, for what you choose, you choose as well for him. Two calls you make to him, as he to you. Between these two is choice, because from them there is a different outcome. If he be the leader or the follower to you, it matters not, for you have chosen death. But if he calls for death or calls for life, for hate or for forgiveness and for help, is not the same in outcome. Hear the one and you are separate from him and are lost. Hear the other and you join with him and you answer in, and your answer in salvation found. The voice you hear in him is but your own. What does he ask of you? And listen well, for he is asking what will come to you because you see an image of yourself and hear your voice requesting what you want. Before you answer, pause to think of this. 
The answer that I give my brother is what I am asking for, and what I learn of him is what I learn about myself. Then let us wait an instant and be still, forgetting everything we thought we heard, remembering how much we do not know. This brother neither leads nor follows us, but walks beside us on the selfsame road. He is like us, as near or far away from what we want as we will let him be. We make no gains he does not make with us, and we fall back if he does not advance. Take not his hand in anger but in love, for in his progress do you count your own, and we go separately along the way unless you keep him safely by your side. Because he is your equal in God's love, will you be saved from all appearances and answer to the Christ who calls to you? Be still and listen. Think not ancient thoughts. Forget the dismal lessons that you learned about this Son of God who calls to you. Christ calls to all with equal tenderness, seeing no leaders and no followers, and hearing but one answer from them all. Because he hears one voice, he cannot hear a different answer from the one he gave when God appointed him his only son. Be very still an instant. Come without all thought of what you ever learned before and put aside all images you made. The old will fall away before the new without your opposition or intent. There will be no attack upon the things you thought were precious and in need of care. There will be no assault upon your wish to hear a call that ever has been made. Nothing will hurt you in this holy place to which you come to listen silently to learn the truth of what you really want. No more than this will you be asked to learn. But as you hear it, you will understand you need but come away without the thoughts you did not want and that were never true. Forgive your brother all appearances, which are but ancient lessons that you taught yourself about the sinfulness in you. Hear but his call for mercy and release from all the fearful images he holds of what he is and of what you must be. He is afraid to walk with you and thinks perhaps a bit behind, a bit ahead would be a safer place for him to be. Can you make progress if you think the same, advancing only as he would step back and falling back as he would, as he would go ahead? For so do you forget the journey's goal, which is but to decide to walk with him, so neither leads or follows. Thus it is a way you go together, not alone. And in this choice is learning's outcome change, for Christ has been reborn to both of you. An instant spent without your old ideas of who your great companion is and what he should be asking for will be enough to let this happen, and you will perceive his purpose is the same as yours. He asks for what you want and needs the same as you. It takes perhaps a different form in him, but it is not a form you answer to. He asks and you receive, for you have come with but one purpose, that you both may learn you love each other with a brother's love, and as a brother must his father be the same as yours, as he is like yourself. Together is your joint inheritance remembered and accepted by you both. Alone it is denied to both of you. It is not clear that while you still insist on leading or not or on following, you think you walk alone and with no one by your side. This is the road to nowhere, for the light cannot be given while you walk alone, and so you cannot see which way you go. And so there is confusion and a sense of endless doubting as you stagger back and forward in the darkness and alone. Yet are these but appearances of what the journey is and how it must be made? For next to you, damn. <laughs> you okay there? Yeah. Yeah. This last, this last bit. 
Yeah. <laughs> For next to you is one is one that holds the light before you. So that every step is made in certainty and sureness of the road. <clears throat> A blindfold can indeed obscure your sight that cannot make way itself grow dark and he who travels with you has the light and that's it beautiful well done sir well done but if we don't even know that that light is there that's when we're lost oh yeah and I and this is this is coming from a person that in the past, my past life, I I was a hateful, angry person, and I did not believe in God whatsoever. I wanted nothing to do with it. Yeah. But this is this is not what religion can give you. Mm-mm. This is something that you completely have to find it yourself. It is deep within yourself, but you have to dig through all of you to get there. But once you're there, you do get to actually experience what that, what God would be, what your connection is, what you are. Do you ever think that um, how how far off of the path that you, that you were is what was actually able to slingshot you to where you are now. Yeah. It's I definitely like pulling on a rubber band. And then once you finally started to, whatever it is that caused you to go on the journey, just, just shot you. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what I was thinking. I, I needed that experience. That was my learning objective that I had to overcome and transcend to be able to get to where I am now. Yeah. It's kind of the way I was viewing it. Yeah. I, I had a, I had a lot of hatred, a lot of resentment for my parents, uh, a lot of people in my past, uh, some of my relatives, uh, there is abuse there. It was a lot of stuff that I had stacked against so many people and so many things of my past that I, I could not let go of. And there's a lot of it that I didn't want to let go of. I wanted to still be pissed off. Yeah. That's a big one for a lot of people. And, but the thing is that that mass that we've talked about, that most outer mass, that really, really fragile one. Yeah. That's the one that, that wants to still be pissed off because if it doesn't, that mask is going to shatter. Mm. it's the only thing that's keeping that mask on. You're willing that thing to stay in place. And it's by your will that you are still holding that negative energy there. Yeah, absolutely. Ooh. Sorry. Ooh, God. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, oh, man. Good one. Yeah. We're still going to continue on uh, in the the next A Course of Miracles episodes. We'll, we're going to finish the rest of this chapter, which is essentially going to sum up everything. But, man, it really makes so much stuff that we talked about in um, The Grand Undoing Part 2. It makes it so much easier Yeah, absolutely. It It's going to get even deeper, though. <laughs> so it's about to get more. But, but not like that that's a scary thing. It's no. just making it, it is making it easier. But we can't, we can't be hard on ourselves at the same time. For the answer being in front of our faces this whole time, and we didn't realize it we could get upset at ourselves for not realizing it. But 
Oh yeah. But you have to realize that it's a part of it that you came to the realization when you were supposed to, when you were ready for it, Mm -hmm. you weren't ready for it before. So that's why you didn't have it. But now with this new information that you have, now you can move forward. There's no going back anymore. Yeah. It's the continuous moving forward. But these little, these realizations that you have are going to propel you and keep propelling you. Because you're really just shedding off parts of you. Yeah, you really are. Thank you so much for being a part of this experience with us. You guys might as well be here in the room with us, really. Oh, that would be so cool. I wish I wish that could actually happen, but yeah, I, I feel like we are we're talking on a level that we're all here anyway. If you didn't want to be a part of it, you wouldn't be listening. Yeah, it's true. But it's funny, like even yeah. in those quiet, those quiet still parts, like it's, I feel everyone's still here. And that's when I get that feeling is when it is still, it's like they might as well be in the same room. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It, on some level it's going out to them. And maybe that's that connection that's actually bringing them to the podcast you providing what their soul's been looking for. It's just, it's drawing it in you know, law of attraction type thing. I, I know that there's, there are some listeners that we have that are really tracking on point with what they're doing. Yeah. And, and this is, is helping them a lot. So I'm just, I'm wondering if, um, I'm wondering if, the ones that are really resonating with what we're talking about or just us in general, is there any feeling like you remember us or like, as we're talking, you might as well be listening to an old friend that you've known for a millennia, but now this is our way of actually being able to talk to each other again. We found each other again, but this is our format for us finding each other again. Now that is some deep, profound stuff right there. Yeah. So if anybody, if anybody's getting that, getting that feeling there, there's one person that I talked to and he's automatically going to know who, who I'm talking about, but yeah, I know that there's one. Wow. Cause we've already hinted on this. But well, you know, I've said it before. Your your vibe attracts your tribe. But but you can see how that network is there. Yes. Somehow we were all uh, friends of some type, and now it's we're all here because we're. We've agreed to take on this role to help each other. Yeah. But I mean, I know at us at the fundamental level that we are all sons of God. We are all the same thing on that, on that level. Yeah. We're here to find that realization. But, but now if you don't have the realization that you, that you are that, that is your separation from the others. But like, this is, this is our way of like, yes, we have known each other because we are a part of each other. We've already arranged all this. So it's like, we're finally getting to, it's, it's funny. It's like, we're, we've been watching the movie the whole time, but now we're, all walking from the crowd and we're all now walking up on the stage now and we're actually becoming a part of the movie and being the movie 
as more of us are coming in contact with each other and all bringing each other up and having the realizations that, that what we are is what we are. Right. And there, that, that key word that you said, being, we're being the movie. We're not trying to be, we're just being yeah. the movie. Yeah, being, being the movie. Because we all know what we all are. And you're not going to go back out in the crowd anymore. But now you're trying to... No. You're trying to... I guess you're having an influence on this movie for now how what you're showing the audience to be able to get them to wake up. And it's become more and more intense the more people wake up and become up on the stage the louder and intense that movie is to wake up. Yeah. I and I think that that's what's happening right now for part of the journey. You are in the audience and then at some point it's your time to be on stage. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, and just getting up, just getting up from the seat to know that you can be up on the stage that's an awakening in itself. Yeah, when you finally realize you can, you have a place up there, and the seat is not just your only place, your only place of existence. You, oh, oh, okay. Here we go. You make the choice to stand up. Right. You're no longer sitting. You make the choice to stand up. Okay. What do you do from this point? From standing up, you have to walk to the stage. Right. That walk to the stage is your growth. That's your journey and your realizations to being up on the stage. That is your walk. So the closer you get to that stage, the more that you see what is actually playing out up on the stage. And then once you're actually on it, then you are the movie. You see reality for how it is you are the movie what was it that we called that one friday oh uh existential friday yep this is existential podcast day yeah, ex- <laughs> existential podcast day. Yeah. <laughs> there we go because these two episodes today were super deep man super powerful yeah wow i i hope these really <laughs> made an impact today but at the same time, shows the simplicity, the easy, easy simplicity of all of this. With its magnificence and its power and all of its awe, but it's so simple at the same time because there's only one choice to be made, and that's love. If we do that with every single choice, that's our, our path is going to follow straight in front of us will lead us where we need to go yeah and you will be shown that light that has been with you this whole time but now you know that you can actually walk with it because now you see it you know i was just thinking if you if you're deciding to get up off the chair you've had a realization that you are free enough and you are complete enough. You have a feeling of wholeness enough to get out of that chair and start walking. Yeah. And you're, you're taking, you've decided to take the power in your hands to go on your journey towards the stage. But what will be keeping us from standing up is the fear of the unknown. Oh, yeah. But if we realize that fear is just an illusion and it's not real. Oh my God. I mean, everything that, that we have talked about on the podcast that is showing you what possibility is for you. Mm. And these are from your own realizations, but you have to start walking towards that stage with your inner work. 
that's the only thing that's going to allow you to walk to the stage yeah is your inner work but at least standing up that choice alone the universe sees that yeah that is witnessed by so many and i think that that is a part of that really is a part of the changing of really the universe and everything because now a being has made the actual true choice for, for once it realizes what that true choice is that sets off a light beacon so like what we were saying earlier that your your state of being is always visible it sees just if you if you will just it just sees that heart for the first time just radiating above it mm-hmm. and so whoever is witnessing that sees that yeah somebody just had a realization of love yeah let's go help them because now we're in vibrational alignment with that field let's go give them some assistance and help them in their journey to get them to where they're going to go to the next level they're going to have that that breakthrough of going into that next level those are going to be your guides some of them but we have influences like that that are always helping us whether we're aware of it or not but the further i do believe that the further that we get in deeper into this the more that the more of those beings exist like it would be an army if you will that you know that you just have this force behind you but you're also feeling god too mm-hmm. with that there is no suffering there's nothing clouding your vision when you're walking with that light <laughs> oh yeah and that's some clarity right there crystal clear clarity yeah wow the ego was a dream when you're there you will have these states um if we did have them all the time we wouldn't need to be here if we were that continuous state we wouldn't need to be here Mm -hmm. but when we do get to experience these moments the absolute truth of everything is revealed to you. You have all the keys to you and you see them. But you have to be walking with that light to see these keys inside of you. When you have this own real, your own realization of this, this is when you can break down yourself. Just like what we've been talking about this entire podcast, you would know how to do this on your own. You would be listening to the voice and getting its guidance on your own. Yes, you would be doing research to find you know things to expand and learn upon, is really you'd be wanting to learn all the time. Oh, yeah. Because you know how important your growth is. But that's really when your your spirituality and your spirit has taken over and now that is your compass for your life. Because you know your growth and your being demands it. It requires that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can really never stop learning. Nope. You cannot. It's just deepening of love in all aspects. That's the easiest way to put it. A deepening of love in every fiber of what you're experiencing. Whatever you're experiencing, whatever you're visualizing, whatever you're seeing your reality is, if there's any anything that you are judging as, as bad, as any other way other than what it truly is, mm-hmm. then then yes, these are the things to break down and figure out. Oh, yeah. That is our distortion of humanity. We're not even seeing what we are on any level. 
No, not so much. We we think we're just that meat suit. <laughs> yep. Not even aware that there's a driver. And a super powerful co-pilot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, I think that that about wraps this one up. Excellent, sir. Excellent day. So thank you so much again for listening. Hope that, uh, I hope that that went well and went easy with the grand undoing. If it made the grand undoing make more sense, if the grand undoing made a course of miracles make more sense, Mm. it would be both ways. But hopefully that just showed the depth of what we're talking about. I hope so. But at the same time, you would know that this is the easiest stuff in the world. And you may even feel like that you remember hearing this before. Or maybe you remember us before. It's all magic and I love every single bit of it. And thank you for being a part of it with us. Absolutely. Thank you guys. (laughs) Guys and gals. So we'll see you guys uh, around the corner in a week for other podcasts. And absolutely. The outro is yours, sir. Alrighty. As always, spiritbar369 at gmail.com, evolution through ascension at gmail.com, evolution through ascension at Facebook, and podcast underscore theory at Instagram. As always, thank you. We love you guys. And uh, uh, anything you want to share with us, feel free. Shoot us a line, comment, question, concern. Anything you guys want. We like hearing from you guys. It's just another part of that connectivity and yeah. us just sharing with each other. At least you have someone to talk to. Yeah. If you guys want to uh, want to share a story and uh, you want us to read it, we will. And if you want to share a story and you don't want us to read it, then we won't. Um, if you just want to share a story and get some kind of feedback or advice or something or some kind of pointer, uh, we can combine our heads together and do that and get you guys pointed in a direction or a source of information or whatever you guys want. Thank you again, guys. We love you, and we'll see you guys soon. We will see you guys. Bye. Bye.
Just as bad as you. Just as bad as you. Just as bad as you.